Hey guys, what's going on? It's almost Christmas, all crap. Are you ready? I, I think it's kind of funny when you think about it. We look at our Christmas, the, the joy, most joyous time of the year, and we go, oh crap, it's almost here. <laughs> There's something wrong with that, don't you think? I mean, I mean, a holiday that everyone dreads. A holiday where at some point between the time it starts, sometime in December until January 3rd, someone says, God, I wish this crap would just get over, right? You know, Thanksgiving, even before Thanksgiving, you got Christmas decorations out there. People are starting, your phone is blowing up with Christmas ads and sales. And we got Black Friday, Black Saturday, Green Sunday. Every day is a sale day now because we're trying to get this economy going. Tis the season. Ho, 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 right? <laughs> not, a, not, a, not a bah humbugger because of the what, what Christmas represents, but I have to tell you, there's not a, there's not a, when you look at the true perspective, what is Christmas really? It's an opportunity for us to give ourselves permission to spend money we don't have. And people are like, well, no, 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 that's not true. I save money. I save money all year for Christmas. Let me bring something to your attention. This is where our short-sightedness comes when it comes to actually how we view finances and our financial success and stability. You save money all year so you can buy Christmas, but you still owe $40,000 that you pay interest on for that vehicle. That would be an indicator that you don't have the money to be spending on Christmas. Uh Uh-oh. Is that kind of a Grinch statement? Probably a Grinch statement. There's somebody out there going, hey, screw you. I don't want to listen to you anymore. I get it. I get it. And I'm okay with that. That doesn't really bother me at all. I'm fine with the whole idea that maybe you aren't ready for this message. But let's just face it. What is this season about? This season is about helping retailers survive for the next six months. I mean, I'm all for the religious aspect of it. But what does it happen? What happens? Let's just take a look at last Christmas. Now, let's I, maybe maybe I'm the only one that I maybe or maybe I'm making this up, but let's see how it goes. So, you start fretting about Christmas even before Thanksgiving. There's a good chance you have credit card debt from last year because even if you were planning on paying it off, COVID came in, knocked the hell out of everything in your life, right? Everything you buy is going to feel like it's not enough. Like, well, you know, what if I get if I get him this, then you know they're gonna see it. They're gonna say, well, how come you didn't sure didn't spend that kind of money on them? And then and then and then and the sad part about it is that the majority of stuff we get at Christmas will disappear by February. By the time you're out buying candy and hearts for the next major event in our life that dictates that we should be a certain way. The stuff you bought at Christmas is probably gone. It's probably in a box somewhere. It's like, well, I don't know why they bought me that. I have four of them already, right? I'll just put it in a box. We'll re-gift it. <laughs> Jesus. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a humbugger. I mean, I guess the thing is, if it would be okay if, I mean, and buying stuff in general is okay. But, and so, yeah, I guess here's the reminder for me. Tis the season, right? Tis the season to live your best life. So instead of doing it the way you've always done it, here's a suggestion for you. Maybe step back, get together with your, your cohort, your family, and, and have a discussion about what the possibilities are for the things you're going to endure. Now let's break those things down so you understand where I'm going with this. So as a part of the Christmas season, what you're going to endure is you're going to endure the reality that you are going to spend a substantial amount of money on something. Now, as it is right now, as it stands right now, it's going to be on gifts. 
It's going to be on trinkets that you give to the people you love to tell them you love them, I guess. Maybe that's what it's for. Because they know you love them. They knew you loved them on Thanksgiving. So if you don't give them a gift on Christmas, I don't think that changes the fact that, that you that they know you love them. But, so, but you give them this gift. The reality is, what does that gift do for them or you? Well, if you know them, if you're really close to them and you've had that kind of a conversation and you have that kind of relationship with them, hopefully that gift will add value to their life. It'll add value clear into the next year. So next Christmas, you can reflect on how great the last gift was and that you still use it. You still have it, right? Which would be really cool, right? But the problem is that's not how it works. Your kids say, well, this is what I want. This is what I want. Okay, so you run out and you buy all these things and you go in debt and you have to work to pay that debt off. And then you give them these things and chances are in three months those things are going to be nowhere to be found. So why don't you switch it up to something that will always exist? Why don't you switch it up to something that will always enhance their life? I got a grandson right now. He's into art. I've been thinking about buying him a subscription or buying him a basic art class on Udemy, which is a it's a video instruction um, platform that you can you can buy videos and watch them and their lesson plans. Basically, they teach in this case it teaches him how to draw. It teaches him the fundamentals of artwork, and he can work along with it and he can draw on pencil or paper or digitally. The point is, something like that would last. Something like that is something he could return to. It would always be part of his collection of resources. I mean, maybe maybe that thing that you need to do, since you're willing to go ahead, or since you're not going to be able to avoid going in debt, maybe that thing would be something that your family could do together. The agreement is, hey, listen, we're not doing gifts. We're going to pool our resources, and this is where we're going to spend our Christmas. We're going to do something amazing. We're going to rent a cabin in, in Moab, we're going to spend a, a whole week, the Christmas week, skiing in Vail. We're going to fly down to Fiesta Key, Florida, and hang out as a family for a week, playing in the water and enjoying each other's company and eating good food and sharing stories. I'm not going to even be unrealistic enough to say okay I'm going to tell you this and all of a sudden you're going to stop spending money and the and the obligations and the commitments that come from the Christmas season that you feel that guilt and that pressure to react act a certain way is going to change but if you can't change it you can change the direction that those resources go you can change the value of what you get for those resources you know, I, right now, I don't know. We spent Christmas with, with our, our my grand, my, my daughter and her family in Padre Island, Texas. South Padre Island. Stayed away from everybody. We, we quarantined. No one got sick. We were very careful. That was the best Thanksgiving I think I've had. And we've had some pretty good ones, not to mention the, the conventional the Thanksgiving that we have where family gets together. Our conversation for next year when it comes to Christmas is to take our resources and rent us a, a place, an Airbnb or a house that is big enough to accommodate our entire family and rendezvous some amazing place none of us have ever been. If you're going to put that debt, if you're going to if you're going to incur that burden of debt for the holiday, because you have permission to spend, 
Man, doesn't it only make sense that you get your most out of it? Doesn't it make sense that what you invest in drives you forward in a new direction and not only makes Christmas better, but makes the rest of your year better and possibly the rest of your life? I don't know what the introduction of quality art supplies is going to do for my grandson. But I know if I don't put that effort forward, if I were to just go some random course and give him money or not spend the time to think about how I can actually entice him to pursue something that's beyond where he is now, we'll never get to see how it ends up. Tis a season, right? Tis a season. Ha, ho, ho. All those happy people. I, 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 when, <laughs> before, you know, we used to mall shop, right? You know, we'd start shopping about December 1st. And I, I don't mind shopping. I'm a people watcher. I kind of dig it, right? It's usually what I do outside some of the stores in, in strategic locations. There's usually a chair or a couch or something you can sit on. And I'd sit there and my, Sandy would be out doing her shopping and going to stores I'm not interested in going into. I'd be sitting there people watching. And you watch that poor guy. He's got the, he's got the, he's, he's got the bags and he's walking behind his partner. And they got the kid and, they're, and the kid's crying. And she's t- looking back at the, at the guy, the husband, the partner, the boyfriend, whatever he is. And, and, and she's just, come on, we one more shop, one more stop, right? And then we're done. And there's, it's not, it's not happiness. It's pure frustration, right? <laughs> and yet every year we bite off on the same, on the same piece of, basically the same piece of liver. I mean, cause that's what it amounts to, right? If, if, the, if Christmas makes you feel a certain way and you don't change it so that you get the type of feeling and you get the energy and excitement from the, the holiday that you, that, that drives you, right? That adds fuel to your tank. That's like that's like showing up at a at a buffet and eating liver, even though you know it sucks. It's it you don't like it. Who likes liver? But you just pile your plate with liver and you gobble it down. That's like it's like Christmas. Yeah, man, I wish this shit was over. Wish this crap was over. <laughs> and there you are. Don't change a thing. Change anything. You have the anxiety that you have the conversation in February about how much you owe and how you overspent and, and it's your fault or it's their fault and all that bull crap that goes with it. Next Christmas will come along and that balance on that credit card will still be higher and you'll and the way things are going right now, there's a, probably a good chance you'll be worse off than you are right now. Tis the season, right? Tis the season. Guess what? You can change it. Question is, will you? Take a look at what you're doing, ask yourself why you're doing it, and come up with a better plan. Ask yourself why, of all the choices you have, that you would choose to use the resources, your time, and your money to do what you're going to do for this Christmas. Now, I use Christmas as an example because in Christmas is a key opportunity for us to engage our pocketbooks, for us to engage in activities that we wouldn't otherwise engage in, right? So it's a perfect opportunity for me to point out that you can do it like you've always done it. Or you can take a step back and you can ask yourself, hmm, this is cool. This is what we've always done. But is this the best choice? If there's one thing that will make your life better through the holidays, then why wouldn't you do it? Out of just one guy's idea, you know, I'm just, I'm just a guy out here talking to a podcast, living my best life. I'm just a guy out here that's living debt-free, able to travel and go wherever I want to do, wherever I want to go. Not because I have to. I chose this. 
I chose this because I'm going to spend time in Fiesta Key, Florida, and I'm going to spend time in Canada, and I'm going to spend time at Glacier National Park. And as long as there's an open road, I'm going to have the opportunity to go down it. Feels pretty good to wake up content. I wish there was something I wanted. I keep thinking, man, maybe there's something I want and I just don't even know I want it. I'll wait for it. I guarantee there'll be another Christmas. So, hey, listen, keep that in mind and always keep in mind that kindness is a tool. It works really well. I don't know. I've kind of captured it. It's my new go-to. Anytime I get involved in some sort of situation, no matter what the possible outcome is going to be, I'm starting with kindness simply because it's easier for me that way. You know, it's kind of hard for a guy to continue to yell at you when you say, hey, listen, you know, I see you're upset and I'll do whatever it takes to call to, to fix this situation. You know, it's just easy. I don't have to yell back, right? So, hey, keep that in mind. I don't know if I'll do a Christmas show or not, but if I don't, I just want to wish you um, happy holidays. We're starting in on it. It's, it's coming quick. Um, take a look around. Take, take a minute and think about what I've said about living your best life and the choices you're going to make over this next month. And more than that, the outcome, what impact is it going to have on your life? Try and make, some, make a choice that actually takes your life in a new direction, a better direction, not only for you, but for the people you love. So keep that in mind until next time. Just remember, today's your day. Make it a good one.